hello everyone so i'm pre-recording some of this um so over the next few days i'm gonna be adding segments documenting our trip to texas and for those of you that don't know we currently live in arizona my family lives um in central texas so we are taking the baby to uh, meet my parents and see some of my childhood friends and my boyfriend has never been to texas he was born and raised in arizona he spent a couple years on the east coast and then came back to arizona and um yeah i'm gonna take him home show him where i grew up show him all the cool little things of my hometown and um i've never had this experience before um, cause, you know, I dated people in my hometown, so I didn't get to show them. They already knew everything there. So I am really looking forward to this. So we are going from Arizona to central Texas. So for those of you who have never made this drive, it is 14 to 16 hours, depending on the route or route, whichever way you want to say that as well, that you take. And... People always ask me, why do you make the drive instead of flying? And for me, it comes down to simply the money that goes into it. We are a family of six. So to fly, I think the cheapest tickets I found were $1,300. And then I have to decide, you know, if I want my baby in my lap or to get her a seat. Then on top of that, all four of my children are still in car seats or boosters. So I have to take all of those with me. Plus, luggage for all six of us. I keep saying there's five, but there's six of us. Four children and two adults. So that's six people's luggage, four car seats, a diaper bag, um, and then we have like a toiletry bag. And then the four children that go along with it, plus the boyfriend. All of that through the airport. For those of you that fly, you know when you see a family like mine, you're like, please dear god do not put them with me and i personally would rather be lit on fire than to be trapped in a plane with my own children they are angels for the most part like they're actually really 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 good but i know that in a high stress situations such as flying we're all very anxious people and it just comes spewing out to where by the time we get off the plane you know probably all of us are going to be crying um so also, once we get off the plane, um, I don't know anyone who has a car big enough to pick us all up from the airport. Again, we're a family of six. Most cars or SUVs sit five to seven people. So um, someone's going to get left behind at the house or at the airport. You know, that's just how it works out. Whereas my personal vehicle seats all of us very comfortably. So, you know, if anyone has a meltdown, we just pull over, calm them down. And then get back to it. Um, everyone can sleep. Everyone can bring their extra stuff on. And we don't have to worry about like distracting anybody. So that right there, my friends, is why we drive instead of flying. It may take a while, but in the end, I think we end up a little touch more sane instead of insane. And I completely forgot to mention some additional information and facts about flying versus driving um so flying is 
the cheapest tickets I could find were $1,300. And then the cheapest rental I could find was $900 for um, a car rental. So we're at $2,200 just right off the bat to travel. Whereas driving um, there and back is right under $300. So that leaves me extra money for my trip to shop, eat, um, shenanigans all around to like really, I mean, I'm not gonna lie and be like, oh, driving's not that bad because it's pretty awful. But at the end of the day, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do and like weigh the pros and cons. Like some people are more about convenience. So like flying's not that big a deal to them. Oh yeah. And I forgot to bring like my double stroller. So that's another nightmare. Oh, and we get like the additional checking your bag fees because of how many bags we have to bring because there's a million of us and like boxes of diapers and boxes of wipes and yeah, it's just a lot of stuff we do. And that's just traveling lightly. Like we're not heavy packers, um, but when we have to travel by plane, I guess we are because we have to bring more stuff. Um, I don't really know how to describe it, but Usually when we fly, it's like five to six bags, but we're driving right now, and I have all my three daughters' clothes in one suitcase, mine and my boyfriend's in one, and then my son gets his own suitcase. So maybe I'm getting a little bit better at packing, not 100% sure, but yeah, I'll definitely keep you guys updated on um, how this traveling goes for us. I'm pretty comfortable with my older three as far as traveling. They went from Florida or from Texas to Florida, Florida to Texas, Texas to Arizona, Arizona, California, and then California back to Arizona um, all by car a couple years ago. So they're used to these long drives. It's um, our two month old that I have a little apprehension about. But again, we're going to be in the car so we can do whatever we want. <laughs> but yeah, I'll keep you all updated. So we have started our journey. Um, we just made our first stop. We've got almost 200 miles under our belt. The children are each on their tablets. I downloaded each tablet with three or four movies. So that way they can rotate and take turns watching the movies and all of that. And the baby slept for the first part of this journey, which is nice. Um, we are stopped in this little quaint town outside of a church right now, letting the kids stretch their legs, letting the baby nurse, and then I'll probably just walk around with her for a little bit so she can stretch her little baby legs and not be completely cramped in the car. The weather so far has been absolutely beautiful. It's only like 85 and breezy, and the clouds are white, fluffy little cotton balls, and it's just it's pretty much a dream right now. Um, I'm doing the first leg of the drive, trying to get us to El Paso. My boyfriend's sleeping along with the kiddos. So I'm kind of getting some much-needed mommy alone time, which I am not going to complain about. But yeah, after this, we'll get back on the road, get to El Paso. Our goal is actually to drive all the way through. Um, we are, I think, two or three hours into the drive. And so that means we have like nine, ten more hours to go, which, you know, is doable. But we'll see. We're just kind of letting the baby 
tell us what to do and follow her lead. Everyone else is on board with that. But I'll keep you guys updated. So we have made three stops now. Um, the baby is... She just wants to play. Like, she's not fussy, but she doesn't want to be in her car seat. She wants to be out and looking around and being interactive. So being in the car seat is, like, not what she wants to be doing right now but we're making the best of it and hopefully you know once it gets dark out everyone will kind of calm down the older kids will hopefully sleep and we can just drive 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 and make up for the time that we are definitely losing um I don't think it's ever taken me this long but you know it is what it is and we are making the best of it Okay, so I had planned on updating daily almost while on vacation, but that turned out to be almost impossible. So the first day of driving was Thursday, and we left halfway through the day because the kids had a half day, and we figured we'd be able to just drive straight through. Well, there was a ton of construction. Um... The older kids were pretty good about, you know, riding in the car, but the baby was just not having it. She didn't like her car seat. She was super fussy. She just wanted to nurse and nurse and nurse. And I had planned on driving most of the time because I really, really like driving long distances. But I ended up having to sit in the back with her and my boyfriend had to drive because she was just not having, not having it. She was not going to be back there without me. And then we ended up staying in this little historic lodge on the way right outside Van Horn, Texas. And it was cute pulling up and the price, you know, didn't seem that bad for what it was. But waking up in the morning and looking around, it was definitely not the most ideal place. Like it's cute. I probably would stay there again, but again, out of all the options, it wasn't the worst I mean it was probably the best but still that area is just not the nicest and when I booked the room the lady said you know that they would have breakfast and everything I'm like great so we wake up and breakfast isn't ready and then it turns out that she only has like microwavable sandwiches and like nothing else like we were just like oh like we stayed for this because we woke up early and she was like oh breakfast won't be ready for like another 20-30 minutes so we stayed instead of getting on the road yeah and that was like disappointing I think only the girls ate and then we just got on the road and I drank a protein shake and just kind of called in a morning and the second day of traveling went so much easier I think everyone was just more adjusted to the car the baby you know kept it together she wasn't screaming the whole time and um there were a few rest stops along the way that had playgrounds and that were super nice like they had wi-fi and um there was people having birthday parties out there and that really helped break up the trip to let the kids get some energy out because i mean they're children they have a ton of energy and um, we made it to my mom's house at the original time we had planned on being there. Um, because we originally planned to break it up into two days, but then decided to do one, but then had to do two days. But 
that was just, you know, the drive there. Um, and to keep the kids busy, we had gotten them, we downloaded movies on each kid's tablet and had them bring their toys and like little coloring books and we put games on the tablets to where they could play with each other or by themselves and that just really you know was a lifesaver and this is like the part that might kind of rub people the wrong way and it's not intentional and I know from speaking to other friends who have gone through this or done this like it's very common but it's still pretty hurtful I think that's the correct word um but every time I make the drive home which is like 14 to 16 hours um before I leave I always try to make plans with people like hey can we get together on this day can we get together on that day and I am fully aware that people have very busy schedules but it's just kind of disheartening and it honestly sucks when you make that drive and people just kind of blow you off or they don't show up and you know they cancel the plans or they constantly like try and move it and you know it's it sucks honestly and it's one of the reasons why like I don't like coming home because I do miss my friends and everything but whenever I come home I feel just like I'm not important and everyone will wait till like the last day or they'll be like, oh, I'll catch you next time. Like, you should come back in a couple months when that's not something that I can do or, like, want to do. Because the drive is so long. Even when, when, you know, it's just me by myself. Like, it's just, it's long. And it's a lot of gas and gas money. And I just have gotten to that point, like, my age where I just, it's just not ideal for me. And every time I come home, it kind of you know, just sits heavily on me when I make plans for a couple days and then everyone cancels or they don't show up or they want to do something entirely different that like my can't my kids can't do or that like I don't want to do and then they get like mad. I had a friend who was supposed to come over and then they wanted to go float the river and this was like not last time, I was home, but the time before that. And they're like, oh, hey, we're all going to go float the river instead. And I'm like, okay, like, I can't take my small children floating the river. Like, they, it's not allowed. And also, that's dangerous. And I just, that's not something I want to do with my children at their small ages. And then it was like, okay, well, don't say that I didn't try to see you, was their response. And I just didn't respond to that. And we don't really talk anymore. And that's fine. But it's just stuff like that. And... I even went so far as to post, you know, on Facebook that I'm home, but I can't do anything too crazy because I have my children with me. And so people are like, oh, okay, well, never mind. Like, if you can't, like, go out and party, then, you know, we don't want to see you. And it, it's, it's shitty. Like, I don't know another word for it. But besides all of that, the trip was pretty decent. So, like I said before, I've never taken anyone to my hometown. I mean, I've dated people from there or from, like, around that area who, like, already knew everything. Or, you know, I just didn't feel like they would want to know certain things, I guess. So, I just never did this. But, you know, my boyfriend was very adamant. Like, he wanted to see, like, where I grew up and, like, my – just all the cool stuff that 
is my hometown because my hometown is really awesome um i'm from round rock texas so there's like a lot of history behind this little town well it's not so little anymore it's grown a lot but i you know took him to the house that i grew up in in my old neighborhood drove him you know to where my friends neighborhoods were like um my elementary school my favorite donut place the parks that had like our cross-country meets in um my high school I took them through like the downtown park that has all the historical markers in it and then the actual like round rock which is what the city's named after and just showed him all the cool little stuff and how it's all just really close together in such like a big city that it doesn't really take time to get from one side to the other I took him to eat at the Salt Lake in Round Rock which I know is not the same as the original Salt Lake but it's still pretty good um he got the pulled pork and has not stopped talking about it and definitely already wants to go back to Texas to get some more which is nice um to have someone that like wants to go to one of your favorite places and um we spent a lot of time with my parents since it was a short trip, we stayed with them and my little sister, who is actually going to be going away to college at the end of, well, in the springtime, or maybe the fall time. She graduates in the spring, but um, it's just crazy, and on this trip, I realized that my, not my youngest daughter, but my three-year-old and my sister, who's 18, had the same age gap between them as me and my sister, um, because when my sister was born, I was like 14, 15. And so by the time she was three, I was about 18, which is how old she is and how old my three-year-old is. And my three-year-old just thinks she's the best thing ever and really wants to hang out with her all the time. And my sister was really patient with her, um, because my sister and I, there is an age gap between us, so we are both raised practically as only children. I only lived, I think, with her for about 18 months before I moved out and, you know, started my life. So I didn't really grow up with her. Um, our relationship isn't very sisterly. I mean, we don't talk as much as I think either one of us would like to, but I think it's something that I'm definitely going to work on in the future, especially with her going away to college and just, you know, growing up. It's not always the easiest thing. Um, but yeah, so seeing her be super patient with my children just meant a lot to me because she is an only child. Um, she doesn't have any younger siblings. So that was nice. And one of the days on our trip was a really hard, emotional, life lesson kind of day. And I'll actually talk about this in a completely different podcast, but I'm going to touch on it. Um, a little bit right now. Um, a few years ago, actually more than a few years ago, uh, it was when my son was about two, I saw through one of my good friends growing up that there was this little boy in my hometown that had been diagnosed with cancer. And he was only 18 months at the time, I believe. He was young. And I got it was just something that really touched my heart. And so that just kind of snowballed for me. And I ended up becoming really good friends with his parents over time. And his mom and I actually shaved our heads 
at around the same time, you know, and did a bunch of benefits for him and um, for other ch- children with cancer and all that. And um, his name is DJ, and he eventually beat cancer. He was cancer-free for a long time. Well, a long time in cancer survivor years, which is about four or five years. And he ended up passing away a couple weeks ago, which is still something that I'm trying to process. I can't imagine as a mother going through that or as a sibling, um, because he does have a little brother, going through that. It is just something that's really hard to wrap my brain around, but he did not pass away from cancer. It, um, he had surgery and it didn't go well. And there's a lot of anger behind that, um, for his friends and family. And so we went to go see his parents and his little brother because they are people who just mean a lot to me and they're very sweet and their whole family is just very opening and inviting and accepting and, they're just good people. So we took the children over to their house to play. And it was really good to see um, Jackson like having a really good time with my son. They were just laughing and roughhousing and just having the best time. And I that just made me really happy. And I got to talk to both of DJ's parents and just really kind of see where they're at and um it is just something that just really touches home once you're like a parent and for my son it became just he knows that people die but he's never known a child someone his age who has passed away and that was something that really sat heavy with him once we got to talk about it and then we went out to visit DJ's gravesite, and my son wanted to go, and then my daughters wanted to go, so we all went out there and just sat and visited with him, and my son and I have had, like, a few heart-to-heart talks about it because he's a warrior, and he's worried about Jackson, and he wants to make sure that, you know, he's not alone because he has a brother, but his brother's not here on Earth anymore, and... My son is one of seven children. He has three brothers with his dad and then three sisters with me. So just the thought of Jackson, you know, being alone or not having his sibling is something that has really been um, sitting heavily with him. So I told him, you know, you can be someone that can be there for him. And I told him anytime he wants to reach out to him, just let me know and I'll let his parents know and you know, every time we go home, they can hang out and, you know, just really be there for each other. And I'm just so grateful that my son has such, like, a good, pure, and, like, open heart when it comes to things like this. So I am really impressed that I kept it together through that last four minutes. Um... And like I said, that's something that I'm going to touch on again Um, in the future. I just have to be able to, like, be in the right mind state to not completely lose it. But the rest of the trip went well. You know, I made sure that we had dinner with my parents pretty much every night because 
um, we stayed with them and my parents don't get to see the children a lot and or me and they haven't really spent that much time with my boyfriend um, because we live in different states and with my sister being a senior in high school and she's a model and has um, a, a lot going on as far as that you know that my parents are taking care of all that you know and then we have four children now and a son who's in jujitsu every day the girls are in dance and then we have a newborn life just is insane all the time so it was nice to have some time to spend together we went to a couple parks together um everyone got eaten alive by mosquitoes (laughs) well not everyone just marcus (laughs) but it was just a good trip all around and we decided that we would actually um drive the full day whenever we left so the last day we were there we got to see um my son's godfather who he's also named after um my friend Myra who I've known it seems like my whole life and it was cool seeing our daughters play together because we played together when we were little so it's just nice and when you I think when you grow up there's people that you envision yourself like being friends with people that you know you're going to be friends with and that people you kind of like just keep in contact with and those people are kind of always forever changing but Myra's always been kind of like a very constant person like we won't talk all the time you know we touch base every few months but I've known her probably over half of my life now and it was just great that she made time you know out of her day um she's works full-time single mom life you know but it was just great that she stopped by and we were able to hang out and she met Marcus and our kids played together and she got to see the baby and you know it's just those really like chill moments like that that make me happy whenever I go home like everyone thinks that we always have to be out like doing something but I'm like no just come to my mom's house and hang out like that's all I really want to do I just want to enjoy company so that was definitely really sweet and then the drive home was not terrible we left at 3 a.m well it wasn't terrible for me Marcus actually drove the whole time um we left at three so the kids slept the first amount like the first five hours so we were able to get a lot under our belt we were almost out of Texas by the time everyone woke up and you know we just made the drive home we got home about three o'clock in the afternoon because there was a two-hour time change um so we made a really good time got home you know got settled in unpacked a little bit and that was yesterday so today we are all back on our normal schedule Marcus went back to work I'm doing all the laundry the kids woke up at 4 45 because they're on Texas time which is 6 45 so yeah that was that was interesting <laughs> but all in all it's good we're on fall break so we're about to start going on some adventures while the kids are home and I only have you know this last month of maternity leave left with the baby before I go back to work so I'm definitely gonna be sucking that all in but thanks for listening um hope you got some road trip tips if not sorry I don't really have that many thanks y'all bye